Welcome to another episode of Bubblegum Bops. I'm Josh. And I'm Ellie. And this week we are talking about Chloe X. Halley's sophomore album, Ungodly Hour, um, that came out earlier this year. Yes. Um, so let's just get right into it. The first track is just intro. Um, it's an intro. <laughs> yep. Pretty simple. Um, I don't know. It's not very long. No, it's like 30 seconds. It's really pretty, though. It's really, really pretty. And then, and like, the transition is super smooth into... Yes, the like, transition the track. into Forgive Me is flawless. Especially- and then I also noticed that the melody from the intro becomes, like part of the backing production in forgive me and that's really cool yeah and also just like especially the line the only line that's in um the intro don't ever ask her for permission ask her forgiveness and then the next song is called forgive me (laughs) um especially when you're listening it to to, for the first time and like the next title like pops up (laughs) like as a transition just like it's flawless it's it's perfect. I love that. <laughs> it's really good. Um, so then that brings us into Forgive Me. Um, these songs really do like go together. Um, like I kind of consider both of them the album opener. Me too. Just because of the way that they like flow into each other. Exactly. Um, I really like Forgive Me. The production is really good. Um the lyrics are also pretty good. The lyrics are pretty good on a lot of this album. Um, they're not like the best I've ever seen, but they're better than a lot of other people we've reviewed. Um, which like given some of our recent reviews isn't difficult, but, <laughs> but it was nice to go from something like last week's episode into something like this that has a little more depth and a little more artistic vision. Um, it was refreshing. But I liked Forgive Me. Um, I thought it's it's a decent, like, along with intro, it's like a pretty good opener. And like I said, I really like the production on Forgive Me. Yeah, I really like the production um, in this song, too. I really liked, I don't know, I kind of like just everything about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, There's not- it's just, like, a really good, like, opener, and it's good, like, lyrically, I think, and, like, the production is really good, and I like the vocals, too. Um, <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Um, then the next song is Baby Girl. Um, I, I liked this one. I thought the production is fun. And the lyrics are really like wholesome and uplifting. Um, just like reading about the songs as I went through and listened to them, like reading what they had to say on Genius, like put a lot of the songs in more perspective. Um, So like baby girl is just supposed to like 
basically just remind girls that they're amazing and they can do whatever they want. And they're right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's just, oh, it's weird to like, yeah, listen to like so many albums that are like really fun, but not necessarily good. And then like listen to like a really good album. Um, really good and also fun for the most part right like for the most part it's still pretty like they're like pretty catchy like I was like kind of knowing them by like the end of them some of them yeah Um, but yeah this first song it's a really good I guess it's like kind of the opener like we said we kind of consider both the intro and this the opener well both the intro and forgive me are the opener Right. We're talking about Baby Girl now. Yeah, which is also really good. Um, Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I like the, I, I, it's like, even though it was simple, I liked the chorus a lot. Um, Yeah. I also liked the, the delivery of it a lot. I did too. I also liked this was, it's not the only song on this album to do this, but I think it's the first one where the chorus changed. Like in this one, the chorus, the second chorus is a lot shorter. And then there's other, there's a couple other songs where the chorus changes as the song goes along too. Um, yeah. I think my favorite part of Baby Girl was the outro. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the outro is really, really good. Um, I really like that this is all your world now. Like the way that it ends. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah. Um, the next song is Do It. Um, I love this one. Yeah, this one really stood out to me because I thought it was like really catchy. Um, it's definitely the like poppiest sounding one to me, um, which made it stand out a lot, or at least one of the more poppy sounding ones. There's another one that sounds really poppy too, but. Um, but I really like this one. It's just really fun. It's definitely like it's a lot less serious than some of the other songs and I appreciated that. It's like the pacing of this album is really good. There's like yeah. breaks when there needs to be. Right. And yeah, this song I don't know, like just I loved the production on it, I think. Um I really liked the production too. The most, um, like the most for me. I don't know why it, there was just something about it. Um, no, I liked the production a lot. I also really liked just the overall message of the song because it's about like just having fun, like with your friends, and you don't need to like be looking for like love and stuff. You can like go to a party and just have fun with your friends. 
and I liked that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was just like, yeah, it's just super fun to have like a song about like just hanging out with friends, and it just also was super catchy and I, it was just a really great song. Yeah. Um, the next song is Tipsy. Um, I loved this one. I really liked <laughs> this one too. We've kind of talked about some songs like this before where they're really hyperbolic because this song is basically about like killing someone if he doesn't treat you the way he should. <laughs> um, yeah. And I like songs like that. Um, like one that comes to mind is like, we haven't talked about this album yet, but like Hunt You Down from Kesha's Rainbow. Oh, yes. Love that. Like sonically, these songs are nothing alike, but lyrically, they're like, very lyrically, similar. They're very similar. Um, and then um, another song that's not the same themes, but that has like the hyperbole that we have talked about would be like Writer in the Dark by Lord, where she's like, I'll love you till you call the cops on me. Right. Um, yeah, and just I think one thing that also really stood out to me in this song was like um, the delivery in the chorus, because I like the way that they sing the word tipsy. Um, I do too. It like it, it just sounds really nice. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just like really beautifully. Um, I- another thing I really liked about this song was like it starts with this like soft instrumental intro and then it all of a sudden dives right into this like heavy bass production and then like it's really good. The production's really good and the, it just like shook me. Like <laughs> Because I did like it went in a direction I was not expecting with the production based on the first like few seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just really liked this song. Um, I'm just gonna say now I don't think I really have anything bad to say about this album. Like I don't think I do either, and we can talk about it later we'll talk, too but yeah like, we'll talk about it more at the end but i'm just like i really don't even know if i have a least i i don't know if i'll have like a least favorite list this is a really like good album yeah <laughs> um the next song is ungodly hour the title track title track good title track um it's a good title track. I also liked that it was like the title track is like right in the middle. Yeah. It's like smack in the middle of the album. Um, I liked the production on this one a lot. The production was done by Disclosure um, who are like two brothers who do like electronic production. They had like a couple big songs back in the day. Um, and I thought their production stood out a lot on this one because it's definitely a really different sound than a lot of the rest of the album but in a way where it still flows with everything else because 
Chloe and Hallie were the executive producers of the album, so they had final say with everything for every track. Which, like, good for them. Yeah, it is good. But but the production stood out to me a lot with Ungodly Hour. And then this is one where I did, like, listen to it twice because the first time I was just so focused on the production that grabbed me, and then I went back and listened to the lyrics and stuff, and then that made me like it even more. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Because it's like they talk about like ungodly hour means like it's like when you're at your worst. Like when you're not the best to you. Yeah. And I think that that's like really important. Um, I don't feel like it's something I hear a lot in music. Um especially not like very popular music um yeah because like i don't know like a lot of the stuff especially stuff we listen to is more about like it and which is like good but like it ends up being more about being like confident and like just being like yeah i'm the best um which is always good but it also is good to be like yeah but also we're not always at 100, but you still have to love me even if I'm at my worst. Exactly. So it's just like a really good message and also just like a nice song to listen to. I like the production, like you said, like the production's really good. Um, we also haven't really touched on it yet. Um but like throughout the album, the vocals are really good too. Um, there's like a lot of harmonies because it's two sisters. Um, oh yeah, the harmonies they, are so good. <laughs> yeah, and from what I understand, I might be wrong, but I think because like their voices are distinct, but I wasn't sure which was which. Yeah, I was, like, I could tell when one was, you know, when it was, like, one or the other, but I didn't know who was who for sure. Yeah, I think Chloe is the one with the lower voice. Okay. And Hallie is the one with the higher, breathier voice. Um, but, yeah, their voices, like, complement each other really well, and they harmonize really well together. So the vocals are also... On this song and like every song, the vocals are great. Yes. But yeah, I think Ungodly Hour is a really good title track. Um, then the next song is Busy Boy. Um, I thought this one was just really fun. Yeah, um, I, I think re- this one was a fun one. I really liked the production on this one a lot. Yeah, the production on this one is really, really good. Um, I like the um, the intro a lot. Like, I just thought it was like... Yeah. Um, 
it was just kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one was just kind of like a fun one, which was, which is kind of nice because it was like a little less heavy. Um, exactly. But it's like still like really good lyrically. Um, yeah. And that's one thing about this whole album, though. Like even the more fun songs, they're still like really well written. Exactly. Um, and the, which is like really great. But just like this one doesn't have like a ton of lyrics either. <laughs> but like they're still really good. Like when they are there. Exactly, and like I feel like people think a song can be fun or have good lyrics and I'm like that's not the case you can have a fun song and have good lyrics exactly and like this song just pretty pretty much just like makes its point (laughs) you know like exactly (laughs) just like boys be stupid (laughs) I'm like yeah Um, the next song is Catch Up featuring Mike Will Made It and Sway Lee. Um, really, it's like featuring, like Sway Lee does vocals with them and I think Mike Will Made It was one of the producers. Oh, okay. But I thought this one was pretty good. Um, it's the features, like, the feature actually works well. I was going to um, say, the feature didn't bother me at all. Like, usually I don't, like, I don't really care for um, features. But, like, I thought that they worked, that the feature worked really well. Yeah, um, I thought it worked well. I thought it was just kind of a chill song. Yeah, very calming song. Like, it's just... The way I'd describe it is like vibey. Yes, very much. I would agree with that. Like, feels like a song you'd play like at the beginning or like towards the end of a party where you still want it to be like fun and like everyone's in a good mood, but you, but it's not like it doesn't like go hard. Right. But yeah, I liked it. Um, I don't really have much else to say about this no, one. Yeah, I liked it's just it. It's like a really calm. It's like a calmer song, and it just sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, to listen to, and the feature is great. So yeah, it's just a it's just a good song. Um, the next song is "Overwhelmed," which is kind of more of like an interlude than like a full song yeah um i really like it though the lyrics are really really good in this one yeah like the lyrics are really really good um i also like how this interlude kind of signals like a thematic change in the album like the songs that come after this are like heavier. Yeah, these are definitely heavier heavier songs after this. And like um, I think this is like also perfectly titled with overwhelmed. Um Yeah. 
especially because like you said it does help that set up um for these next few songs exactly um so then the next song is lonely um this was another one that i really liked the lyrics um and i did like the production a lot on this one too me too um i liked the lyrics a lot this one kind of hit a little bit different um yeah yeah i was like i don't know i just felt like a little bit called out because i was just like yeah you're right i did too because i feel like like i like i need my alone time but i'm definitely kind of an extrovert Mm -hmm. so like it's hard for me to just sit not only just an extrovert but i also like have problems and issues and i don't like to just sit and be with myself and my own thoughts right but i also need to like learn that it's okay to do that and healthy to do that and you need to be able to do that and so i felt called out like in the chorus when they're like it don't have to be lonely being alone yeah um because i i don't know i go back and forth because i can like be okay alone um sometimes and then like other times i'm exactly like they said like waiting by my phone (laughs) like maybe someone will hit me up but i'm not gonna reach out for no, yeah i get that um, <laughs> especially like recently like i had my vacation and stuff um and by the time i like got back to like my actual apartment because i was on i was at my mom's and then i was on vacation and then i was at my mom's again so i was like ready to just be in my apartment and like be by myself <laughs> right but then after like a week of that, I was like, actually, I hate being by myself. <laughs> yeah, like I can be by myself for a while but before I start going crazy. But then I'm like, okay, never mind. I actually like being with people. <laughs> but yeah, I liked this song a lot. And it's one that like lyrically really spoke to me. Yeah, it it was lyrically really, really good. Um, I just really liked. I liked the production too, um, and everything. But I think that the lyrics were my favorite part of the song. Yeah, me too. Um, the next song is "Don't Make It Harder on Me." Um, I liked this one. Yeah, um, this one was good. Um, I thought that the chorus was kind of catchy. Um, but it was like also kind of a sad song, even though it was like kind of catchy. Yeah, I also, I really liked, there was like a kind of like an old school feel to this song. Yeah. Like, both this one and the next one felt like they could have been like older R&B songs to me. Yeah, I totally see that. Um, um, and I really liked them. And again, had. I think 
I thought the lyrics were really good on this one. I thought the vocals were really, really good on this one. Oh, I loved the vocals on this one. Um, and yeah, I don't, this one just really stood out to me a lot. Like this whole, really, this whole last portion of the album, following overwhelmed, like really stood out to me. Yeah, the whole, I the agree. Whole album is really good, but this particular section. Yeah, this particular section more. of the album um, was, I don't know, it just hit like a little bit different. Yeah, um, I think for me, it's because like the lyrics were good in the earlier parts of the album, but they got really good for this section. And I think that this section especially like is the most like emotional part of the album. Yeah. Um, so like I think that it makes sense that this is when the lyrics just kind of um, are the best but yeah I liked this song um, it's kind of about like she's with someone new and her ex wants to like get back together and like thinking about all the good things they had but then going back and being like oh wait I broke up with you for a reason but then still like that little part of her brain that's like, but what if? So she's basically just like, so just leave me alone. So I don't have to think about these things. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, oh man. Just valid. Yeah. That's so valid. Such a big mood. Um, so yeah, it's just, oof, it's really, really good. Um. And then the next song is Wonder What She Thinks of Me, which I feel like kind of goes with Don't Make It Harder on Me. Um, but it's like a, the other side of it where it's like the point of view of like the other woman. Yeah. Or really from some of the lyrics, I would say not just the other woman, but one of many women for this person. Yeah. Um, and while I like don't condone that necessarily, it was a really good song. It's so. a very good song. Because um, I remember I heard it and I was like, oh shit. Um, so yeah, like I don't I condone cheating, but this song is a really good song. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I also, this one did a really cool thing with the choruses because it starts with one chorus and then the chorus has the first chorus and then the at the end there's a second chorus and then in the middle the chorus is the first chorus and the second chorus. Yeah, which is so and cool. That was really cool. Um. But I don't, this song was just really, really good. Um, yeah, it's so good. Um, and I like the vocal delivery in it a lot. I do too. Um, and it's another one that sounded like an older style of song to me. But like, don't make it harder on me and wonder what she thinks of me. Both had like 
felt like they could be older songs, but also felt new and fresh at the same time. And I like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, so this is kind of not to the same level of intertwinement as the intro and in forgive me, but I feel like don't make it harder on me and wonder what she thinks of me really go together. Like, I feel like they have to be next to each other in the album. Yeah, I feel like they make perfect sense to be right next to each other um, on the album. Yeah. Um, and then we get to the last song already. It's a short album, um, which makes me kind of sad because it's like I want to hear more. But at the same time, I like it when there's like, like they came they did what they came to do and nothing else. Exactly. They made their point and they said, that's all we're going to say. And I said, okay. And I like, <laughs> as much as I would like to hear more, I have to appreciate when artists do that because it's like, it keeps us from ending up with like Taylor Swift's lover where there's like 18 tracks, but really like a good chunk of those really didn't need to be there. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah this like whatever we'll we'll talk about it but yeah yeah. this last song um very good so this song is r-o-y-l which stands for rest of your life um but i've just been pronouncing it as royal when i read it in my head in my head i read it as royal um but i really liked this one it like it was a nice, like, refreshing end of the album. Like, we went into this heavy stuff the past few songs, and now we're going to come back with a fun one and send you on your way. Right, um, yeah. It kind of lifted you back up a little bit. Like, okay, all right, now you can <laughs> feel better. And I really liked that. Um, And I liked the, I just liked the message of this one because it was like, you really don't know how much of this life you have, so just live your life and don't yeah. worry, don't like worry about everything just let yourself live your life and be happy yeah which is really really nice yeah it's a much needed reminder especially in 2020 <laughs> yeah um yeah this year's been quite the mess uh but being reminded that you can like still do what you want um it's always nice exactly um yeah i really liked the end i i like it as an album closer a lot it's a good closer i think especially like you said after some heavy songs um yeah it's a really nice like oh thank goodness it doesn't end with a sad note kind of <laughs> kind of song where he's like oh thank god exactly it's not like future nostalgia where it ends on like the only heavy song on the album. Exactly, where you're just like, well, great, now I have to listen to the album again. <laughs> I don't think about this song anymore. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so overall thoughts on the album, um, it's amazing. It's a really, really good album. I like highly recommend everyone listen to it. Especially like this is only like their second album they've had like a couple eps before this album 
or before their album. But like, this is their second album, and they're already this good, and they are like twenty-two and twenty. So like, they still have lives in their career ahead of them. Yeah. Um. And then this is like a. I don't know if this is an odd thought. Maybe you didn't have this thought, but like, and I don't remember particularly which song it that, that like struck me this way. But like, this is what Ariana Grande wishes she was. True. <laughs> um, but like, first of all, she's white. But like, second, like she. I don't know. Just some of the way that like the song sounded reminded me of her songs, but like better. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, this is what she wishes she was, but she can't. I also think like I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do because not only are they so young, but they also already have so much control of their artistic vision. Right. Like they write all the songs, they're the executive producers, they like they have final say in they had final say in like everything with this album which is like like you said that makes it really exciting going forward Um, yeah because a lot of artists can't say that exactly um how much favorites i don't know if i (laughs) i don't know if i can i honestly think my favorite are just like overwhelmed to the end is like my favorite section of the album but I still like everything before that because yeah I was just trying to look at the list and I was like I don't know if I have a top three or if it's just like several different like mixes of different songs like lonely i think is like definitely up there mm-hmm. um and then i thought wonder what she thinks of me is really really good um and then maybe i'd pick like um do it because i i really like that song too understandable um, but yeah um, it was like it's hard i'm like i don't know they're all like really really good yeah no i i really liked this whole album um and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. Um, I've seen a lot of people like compare them to other people, especially like Beyonce, which I can understand, especially because she's like the one who discovered them and signed them. But oh, I also, okay. Like I kind of understand the comparisons, but I'm also like, I don't really think they're quite like anyone else out there right now. I don't think that they remind me of much um, like that I'm at least hearing like now. Because um, like even I don't really think that they even have a similar sound to Beyonce um, at all. She has a really she has her own um, no, exactly. sound and I everything. kind of understand where the people are coming from with that mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Like, right. I think they're very unique and also just like low key better, but um, not like 
fully better, but it took Beyonce a long time to get the critical acclaim that these girls are already getting. Right. Like, up until like self-titled which we already reviewed by beyonce and lemonade which i know we're gonna do eventually um yes beyonce didn't really get a lot of critical acclaim she had a lot more mainstream success than they've had so far but they've got like their whole lives ahead of them for that and they're already getting critical acclaim because of course they are this album's incredible this album's incredible. Also, I love the album cover. It's um, so cool. Yeah. It's just really pretty. It's like really, it's like simple, but like it's so pretty at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really good. Yeah, I, I just recommend listening to the whole thing, especially because it's not even a long album. Like, no, it's like um, thirty it doesn't take, minutes. Yeah, it it was like my drive to work, basically. Um, yeah, like so, I got to listen to it like more than once just because I I have a commute. So, um, yeah, I would absolutely recommend it. Like, yeah, I yeah, high key like every like I recommend the entire album. I don't have like anything. I literally have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about this album. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, just just listen to it. Yeah, just listen um, to it. The high key. So I guess with that, we'll wrap up. So join us next week as we review um, Group Love's Big Mess, um, one of my favorite albums by one of my favorite bands so i'm looking forward to that especially it'll be one of those episodes we've had a few of them before where it's something i already know and love that ellie has never heard (laughs) yeah fun i think yeah i think that's always a good time when at least one of us knows the album um so join us for that uh follow us on twitter at bubblegum bops and Tumblr at Bubblegum Bops. Um, and then just keep an eye out underneath the episode on Twitter. I've been posting donation links for various organizations related to Black Lives Matter and other marginalized groups. So just keep an eye out for that. Thank you for listening. This has been Bubblegum Bops.